What up, fellow producers? Hey, hey. How y'all doing today? What is up? Come hey. on, Ray, talk. It's a podcast. Hey, we've got a new feature. <laughs> Boom. Oh, my mind's blown. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's right. We're excited to be here. Hey, look, if you swipe this way, too, you got uh, you got a couple. Oh, you this one. With- Wrong answer. <laughs> you messing with my flow, bro. Look at that. We got more over there, too. So this this phone is an iPhone 4S. That's so if, right. We're still if it starts glitching. All right. <laughs> if it starts glitching, don't worry don't about it. Don't pay attention. Don't pay attention. <laughs> pay attention to what we're talking about. Right. But hey, on this episode, we are going to talk about recording is mixing. That's right. Recording is mixing. Some people, this probably went over a couple people's heads. Okay. But recording is mixing. That's good. We're going to talk about why we say recording is why mixing. Why that right? is so. It's a fact. Recording is mixing, so, you know. We'll get into it. Yeah. We'll just, we'll leave them on a hanger for a couple minutes there. Right. Uh, but I'm Roman. And I'm Ray. We're music producers. What is up? We love producing music. We do. We were just talking a little bit earlier about your son, talking about him doing some music. Yeah. And what I told you, I was like, Ray, just do the music, produce the music for it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying, but the thing is, like, whenever I work with an artist or any kind of musician at all, it's it's better, in my opinion, if they can come with a vision. They need a music vision for You're their his life. Dad, give him a vision. I can't. Come on, Ray Dog. That's got to come from the artist. Okay. They got to know. They got to. That music has to come from that. Because as a producer, I can go anywhere with it. Right. We can yeah. go Latin. We can go pop, hip hop. Yeah, but your son don't want no pop. But well, where do you want to go? See, that's what I try to get out of the. He's young. Get he, out of the artist. Where do you want to go? The youngins aren't really. As decisive. What's your musical vision right. for your career? Yeah, the youngins aren't really. That I mean, would be a hard. good podcast. You remember what it's like being eighteen? Oh yeah. Are you going to college? Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know? know. It's crazy. That's right. Hey, what if we get you to scoot over a little bit this way? Or let me move your mic. Okay. Hey, don't mind us. We're live, y'all. If you're tuning in live, <laughs> just enjoy the looks and the feels of what's going on because not everyone's going to get the live feel. Oh yeah! Boom. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Look, you're you're in the middle now, sort of. All right, yeah. Now you're off to the side. <laughs> Hope y'all are having a good day today. Oh, look, we're live still on my phone. Okay, good. This is very unprofessional. What up, Devonte? Backup in this B. What does B stand for, Devonte? Don't let us know. <laughs> good to have you here, bro. Ask some questions or just enjoy it. Creep, creep watch. That's what a lot of people do. That's right. So we have some special gifts. Oh, we have one gift right now. We do. With a bunch of videos in it. That's right. It's right there on screen, forwardproducer.com slash ISP for industry standard productions. A lot of people are getting it. And we got more coming. We got more coming, y'all. We got something up our sleeves. Stay tuned. Up your sleeves. You got sleeves. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. We got some stuff coming, but go get that course. I think it's going to help a lot of people. Yep. You know, there's a lot of people already jumping in with it and- they're going to be ahead of the curve, and you're going to be not realizing what's going on. Yeah, it's uh, seven ways to level up your production. Yes, sir. We, <laughs> I'm going to make fun of you, Ray. Why? <laughs> we always say level up your production. This past week, we are filming something. <laughs> had nothing to do with leveling up your production, and, and Ray had a little uh, hiccup. 
<laughs> we just laughed so hard. He was like, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And then he said something that wasn't a part of the what we're doing. Then right. he just said, level up. He's like scratching his head and looking <laughs> down. It was just so funny. <laughs> little blooper reel. Maybe yeah, we'll drop it. It's all in there. It all came crashing down <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> your, your RAM was emptying out. Your random access memory just right. dropping everything. You wrong, think wrong video, right? This is wrong video. It's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Oh, man. We need to show that. We do. We'll drop it. Yeah, we'll drop it at some point. Eventually. Just stay tuned. We got stuff up our sleeves, we told you. Come Woo! on now. So we have industry news. Industry news. Apple Music for Artists just had an update. Okay. You ever use Apple Music for Artists? No, I've, I'm mainly on Spotify. For Spotify? That stuff, yeah. So for the artists, they have like their little, I guess it's kind of like, say, if you have a, a Facebook or Instagram, yeah. that's what you present to people viewing. Uh-huh. So Apple Music for Artists shows you like analytics. Nice. You can change your cover art. So they have like a dashboard, I'm assuming. Dashboard, And yep. you can do all sorts of kind of things for yep. your profile. Yeah, there's, they kind of... You know how Apple works. They kind of make stuff look better. Yeah. Uh, this update added some features as well as making it look more concise. Or did they just copy Spotify for artists? Like, because I think they were the first to come out with it. Spotify? I think so. I have no clue. So that you can change out your cover art so that, you know, you can upload music. Yeah, put some links on there. Your yeah, socials. all that stuff. Yeah. I don't know, but the... Upload videos. Right. The uh, So, Apple Music... They typically have the analytics section. Mm -hmm. I think they have the cover art section. So your analytics shows like how many people are listening, where they're listening. All the demos. It has Shazam on there too. I think Apple bought Shazam. Yep. Yep. So that analytics is on there, but they added some really cool features on here, which is very beneficial to artists. Like what, Which one's your top feature? You my top? Yeah. Uh, I'd probably say the Q&A section. Boom. The Q and A sections, yeah, yeah. His hand was ready over here on the button. Boop. So I haven't used it, uh -huh. but I'm assuming it's an interactive section. Yeah. But I wonder what it's like. What if you got a Drake out there and you got someone just bombarding your Q and A? There has to be some sort of limitations on there. Of course. Or yeah. Or, or it might. Like, will be... you marry me? Will you marry me? All the girls asking Drake. Will you marry me? Will you marry me? <laughs> or it might just be enabled at a certain time that the artist wants to do it. It may not just be blanket. I don't just know. I didn't look enough. Time. It just dropped, like, I think last week. I think uh -huh. I showed you, but that's cool. I think that's awesome. So, hey, and let us know what you guys think. Yeah. Right? Tell Check us in out. the comments if you guys have checked out, you know, the, what is it, Apple Music for Artists? Yeah, it's Apple Music for Artists. Yeah. Yep. Y'all let us know. And the, uh, I just think it's crazy. Like, this sort of interaction, social media has done so much for this connectivity to people. Yep. Like, think about before we had the internet, how would you get in touch with john lennon or you anyone you couldn't you send them a letter and hope like please hope they got my letter yeah well it would all go through management yeah so now it's like you could dm you could get a dm from someone that's more popular arguably than some of those big time artists back you're then you're exactly right the next uh the next thing that they updated was a list of admired artists okay what is that i think it's like uh you could kind of put your top Say if you like Drake, John Lennon, and right whoever. Because the idea is that maybe the algorithm is pushing. Hey, if you like Drake, then you'll like this. this yeah, I'm wondering artist. if it's if like, like sound alike or if it's admired as like just a personal level. I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But it's still a cool feature that they added on there for more Absolutely. engagement. Looks more like engagement. they're trying to go to a social platform. More kind of connectivity. Yep. Yeah. Then they also enable it so you could add your own lyrics. 
Nice. So that's pretty big. So before, I think you had to use a third party to get your lyrics on there. Nice. But cool features. I like seeing innovation. Yep. Especially coming from Apple. Yep. That's a good, uh, you know, news, industry news for sure. Yep. yep. Industry news, y'all. And then we have another segment here. This what? one's going to be controversial. Oh, that's right. <laughs> We're going to do overrated versus underrated. Oh, yeah. We'll let you answer first and then I'll, I'll jump on tag okay. team. <laughs> Sample drums. Sample drums. <laughs> overrated. Live drums. Underrated. Okay. That's where I'm going to go. Now, usually I, I land somewhere in the middle, but I'm telling you, live drums are underway, un- underrated. All right. You got to back up what you're saying, though. Here, here's actually one of my favorite things about live drums, especially in a track. It's that performance that that drummer's doing. Like, the, man, this guy has worked all his life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably he's been playing the drums probably since he was a teenager. And, man, that performance adds something. Right. I mean, that little special. Again, we, we like to talk a, a lot about how to level up your production, how to make your production sound better and different and right. actually create your own sound mm-hmm. man using live drums mixed in with some, some some samples man that would be fantastic i heard they said that no two drum hits are the same that's on a live drum yes but a sample it's exactly the same, same hit yeah so i think sample drums is underrated <laughs> oh so we're Ray and Rome are opposite ends of the spectrum. We're contrasting here, Ray. That's right. And I'm not going to tell you all my reasoning. So next segment, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you better tell us. I think sample drums are underrated because there's not all sample replaced stuff is the same, which we talked about a little bit before. Yeah. Where you have like uh, the hip hop guys, they use the same kick. It's just a one shot. Yeah. The snare is a one shot. Right. So whenever you when you put that stuff in there, it's not dynamics don't change unless you manually go in there change the volume and the velocity yeah the pitch doesn't change right unless you manually go in there right for the most part it's just single i think that's where it comes where people don't really like sampled Uh uh-huh because it's just you know it's boring it's vanilla it's like just the same thing yeah but there's plugins out there and there's ways to augment and polish your sampled stuff to make it sound better ah i'm a big fan of something called trigger 2 uh-huh and what you could do with Trigger 2, there's another software that they do. It's uh, Slate Digital. Yep. FYI, shout out Slate. Come on, Slate. Steven Slate. Um, but the the plugin is, it's just an interface to get these samples activated. Okay. So it's not actually like just a single one shot. They have patches that you can build or it comes with it. It comes with a bunch of like preset ones, like a lot of plugins. Now, hang on. Typically, you do sound replacement for a live drummer. Wait, what? Are you talking about trigger? Yes. I'm not understanding what you're saying. Well, like it's not necessarily programmed, right? Like you don't. <clears throat> I mean, Slate is mainly for for oh for pre-record, like live recordings and yes, yes, right? Yeah, yeah Slate Digital's trigger two is for like you record the actual drums and you put the plug in and it's augmenting it. Right. So, so right is that what you mean as far as your your samples are underrated? Yes. Okay, I get it. Yeah, or, or just programming like a hip hop track with like programming. I mean, that's a genre thing too. If you don't like hip hop, then you're going to be like, "Well, that's that's overrated." Yeah, it's weak. Whatever. Right. But the the trigger thing. What I was trying to say with the trigger tube plugin, it has patches of different sampled sounds, so they're different pitch, different velocities. Yes. So you could put like 
You can randomize it. Randomize it, and based off of how you hit, say, the snare, say how hard you hit the snare, it's going to find a sample that's similar to it, if not multiple samples. Right. Then on the plug-in, you could blend in. So it's acting like a gate. Uh It's acting like just little support for the sound. Right. That sort of way, I think it's underrated. Okay. Okay, and I think... I also think live drums are killer, though, too. Yeah, live drums, to me, can, can get underrated quite a bit, especially in this what in this technological world right Mm -hmm. but man nothing in my opinion can replace the feel of that drummer Mm -hmm. and then go ahead if you want to add some samples in or add some claps on top of something for Mm -hmm. the chorus all that you know definitely do that but i think the drummer's performance in live drumming for for studio records or whatever yeah i think that's underrated now country Country, all them jokers are live, man. They are amazing. Really? But still. I think like a lot of the stuff is, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Didn't you play, you played um, a metal track that was completely programmed for me the other day. And I never. Yeah, yeah. Don't say who or what, though. I don't remember who it was. <laughs> but but it, it was an, like a screamo metal record yeah. that, that you said was completely programmed. The but, drums were completely programmed. Yeah, there's a thing called Superior Drummer. Yeah where it's it's they basically do a similar thing of like trigger does with like it's not the exact same they're uh-huh. trying to make it sound more real but a lot of people program their music yeah like but that. but the the programming is the performance instead of a live drummer sure that's to me that's weird for screamo but hey maybe i just don't know screamo enough hey but a lot of people like it that's one of the, the crazy things is like metal music yeah there's people that are I, it's like kind of like one of those don't really talk about that we did samples on this. <laughs> that, now that makes sense. Even though if you know, you know. It's metal. I mean, what's more iconic than a metal drummer? Yeah, like breaking the, the head when they hit right, the... Right, beating yeah, the yeah. snot out of the... You know, have the big gong in the well, back. Well, that's, that's the whole debate of like that pe- that people think it's turning a little more vanilla and sissy. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the, the dynamics aren't really there. Metal music's loud. If I was in a metal band, I would say we're not programming anything. We're gonna play this junk. But I know there's there's a right there's a (laughs) lot of people that they'll do demos with program drums because that's super convenient. Sure, program it and they get the. But the real thing, man, when you're putting out a project, I agree. A metal, nothing like the real thing. It should be real. There's there's a bunch of guys that are like the drummers that who are outspoken about like I don't sample replace. Yeah, yeah, and a lot of people think that they do because the I don't go that hard. Oh, I they they're. There's some killer drummers out there that are like sick drummers, like so good. And right. the stuff sound sample replaced, but it's not. Yeah. They're just that good. They got the snares tuned right. They have yeah. the stuff dialed in, the mics right, the mix is right. Yeah. And it's just killer. You don't really need to do it. Or right. but you but unless you need to do it. Unless you need to do it. <laughs> unless your drummer's trash and the <laughs> and the recording was trash. Right. We could talk about a story later. Right. All right, let's jump right into recording is mixing. Go ahead, Ray. You could take it and kind of explain this title. Well, actually, we were actually all, we all, just did it. Yeah, we were. Yeah, see you guys later. Because I mean, you were you you were saying like, you know, when you're recording it, yeah, if you take your time, the performance sounds great, mm-hmm. right? That's going to make your mix great. So that's mm-hmm. why I like to say recording is mixing because the better your recording, and the more time you take there, the better your end product product is going to be facts facts the end next <laughs> well i just i just looked on here and we got thoughts on layering samples under recorded drums oh yeah what we got i mean to answer that question we kind of did i like it yeah 
I want that mug to sound good. Yeah, me too. Whatever and then also, best. like I was saying, you know, if you need to add a clap or, you know, maybe in the verse you want some snaps, you know what I mean? All that kind of Dynamics thing. is huge. Yep. That's, I think that's where people come in and they're like, that, uh, you know, the samples are boring. Right. Because it's not dynamic. You want a chorus to be lifted up. You know what I heard some people do? They'll mix down the track and then they'll go in and get the stereo mix down and they'll chop it right before the chorus and they'll lower the verse one dB. I do that. And yeah, because it's, yeah, it's dynamic. Well, and but I normally do that in the mastering process. Yeah, that too. Yeah. But yeah, that's and whatever it sounds helps. good. Yeah, it sounds good. That chorus comes in, boom, boom. And punches you in the face. And that's why you can say samples, maybe. <laughs> maybe the, the sample will be you add the sample a, a stronger lower end kick drum sample on the chorus yeah it gives it dynamic that's so right you're using a sample but it's sort of dynamic yeah I think the what you're talking about recording and mixing is huge because yep. it's hard it's hard to polish a turd <laughs> Or what Jed said last week. Make, make we'll it. make chi- but he said making the chicken salad out of the chicken crap. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm saying this thing is gonna be crap no matter what because it's just been chicken crap forever. That's right. <laughs> so, but man, me- listen, if you, if you have great drum drum sounds, you know, in your recording, great vocal mm-hmm. sound, you know, BGVs, uh, great arrangements, all that stuff, man, it all lays in. Man, the, it really makes the mix engineer's job a lot easier. Right. I when think, all that stuff is done correctly. I think and, drums is a, is a hard one, too, though. Right. And you, you were talking earlier about frequencies, like mm-hmm. getting frequencies right. Mm-hmm. You know, like, it's, and not only is recording mixing, it's just much easier to fix it while you're recording than, like, trying to <laughs> literally put 10 plugins mm-hmm. on a channel in order to get something right. Well, you know, if you would have just had another mic placement. Maybe the mic's broken. And you, exactly. <laughs> you know, we, we thought of this episode based off of a, a video I saw of, which you already talked about recording as mixing forever, probably. Yeah, on a blog. But this, just, this idea came to mind because I was watching a, a TikTok video yeah. that was like, the dude's like, these are my top four favorite plugins. I was like, cool, this is going to be good. I want to see, like, you right, know, maybe right, I can right. find something. Maybe it's something I already use. Right. I'm not going to name anything. I'm going to keep it super general. Yeah. But the three out of the four, he said, I like this because it does this to fix this, which is fixing something that could have been fixed in the recording process. Just fix it in the recording process, so, and then you won't have to deal with that in the mix. So what that tells me <laughs> is not no no shade on him. Yeah. Maybe he's just a mix engineer that gets crap recordings. Yeah. But if that's you're recording, true. you don't need don't be relying on these plugins to fix your lack of knowledge of how to record. Dude, I've had some mix engineers push push stuff back and say, Hey, you we need do to fix that. this, 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 and this. I've done it. Right, exactly. <laughs> I've done that. And then send it back week, to no. me, then I'll then I'll mix it. Yeah. I mean, because it's just too much work. Yeah. And it's, if it's, if you could do a couple minutes on your own time recording to get a super, like, exponentially greater mix. Yep. Who's going to say no to that? The artist ain't going to say no to That's that. That's right. If they have control of it. Change out a mic as opposed to re-EQing yes. a mic. Yes. You know, like... Get the right microphone on the on the drum. Get the right microphone on the vocal. Right. Get the right microphone on the, on the amp, guitar mm-hmm. amp. I've had a, a SM57 go bad. Oh, yeah? without He didn't tell me he was going bad, though. What did that sound like? Oh, well, he, he just do it there recording, and I thought it was working, but the 57 didn't come up to me and say, hey, I'm going bad. It just was going bad. <laughs> right. So I didn't know until afterwards, and I listened back, and I was like, man, this thing sounds like 
like this or like right it sounded like super weird right and then i changed the mic out all of a sudden that mug sounded correct and you made your mix and, I'm, and i recorded now yeah and the mix time was like okay this is good i think it was on a guitar yeah because most people use the, the 57 yep off axis just put it on there and boom that's how I, I realized like wait a second this thing does not this doesn't sound like a guitar it sounds like a, a trash tar or whatever you call it <laughs> exactly but then you go in troubleshoot and you're like man maybe my EQ's adjusted on my board on accident right like no it's flat it's flat because that's what you start flat and you kind of EQ if you need but the mic was busted that's it so, you know those those uh what's it called the 58s and 57 are known to be like take a beating right this one just gave up i guess <laughs> i guess so <laughs> but that's like for me that's crazy to think like now we have plugins and this this guy's thing was all about fixing crap that could have been done in the recording process it fix the recording and your mix will be way better and this is kind of like going on the uh the same idea as samples mm -hmm. because people don't like the new modern thing of samples because the old school is like you had to put in work you had to you had to work to get that sound crispy and right right so i think there's a lot of mindset of that is like man this doesn't sound like human i guess yeah i heard this one story um in nashville is kind of legendary when mutt lang was producing shania twain when they first started they had paul lime the drummer mm -hmm. for for I, I i think i don't know which it might have probably the first or second record but Mutt made him go through like a hundred snare drums, something crazy like that. Like, and it just put it up, hit it. Nope, next. Like, but sheesh, that record sounds amazing. I bet it did. They put the time into the recording, right? Let's get the right snare drum, right? Especially, you know, if you're doing live stuff, let's get the right snare drum as opposed to putting all the samples and all that kind of thing in there. Get the right snare drum with the right drummer. Boom. Or secretly, he was tracking all the snare hits. Probably. And then he could augment Sample them all. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably before Trigger 2 came out, but right. he might have did something. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, to me, it's just crazy the times we live in that we could just do stuff like that. That's right. Like, you could record a trash drum set. The, the performance has to be good, but yeah. maybe the drums are trash. I, you want to hear something crazy? What? This is bonkers. The one dude, when I worked at Guitar Center years ago, this dude came in and he was a drummer for a metal band. Yeah. Kind of like a hard rock band. Of course. And he's like, yeah, he, he sent me their, their record. And I yeah. was like, wow, this is cool. What'd you guys do for drums? I was in the drum department. And he's like, man, he said one of the songs in there, I played a toy drum set. <laughs> and we just sample replaced everything. And this is the early years of like Drumaga coming out for, right. me, for me introduced to it. Right. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. I think he showed me a video. And it was literally a little jank toy drum set. Or he showed me a, a picture of it, like on like MySpace. Like, why don't you buy, like, your 10-year-old? A kid toy drum set. Wow. Little, little kid sticks, and they just mic'd it up. And then sound replaced all the And they used Drumagog to replace all the drum hits. Not the cymbals, because the cymbals were... What? Did he say why they did that? Because they're crazy. There's teenage dudes that are just crazy. Just care. something that... Okay, well, that makes sense. Yeah, just didn't care. They're just like... That's cool. and and it sounded cool good, and it's a cool story. It's a cool, yeah, yeah. No, I never heard <laughs> a story like that. Of the power of what Dramagog was able to, to do. And there's videos of Dramagog where the dude's at Nam, I think. And yeah, he has mics. He's mic'd up his body. But it, oh, it, that would be cool. It's on there. We need to. Well, if we put this clip, dude, up, I'm we'll constantly put that video. tapping on my leg. Yeah, you just Dramagog it, Ray. Boom, 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 yeah. I can do some metal on that on my leg. Do it, do it. Let's hear it. 
I don't really know metal. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a metal song. Uh, the mo- the only metal I really know is Metallica. Yeah, that's metal. Do it. Um, <laughs> you don't have to just mess with. Literally, the dude at Nam was doing this. Two mics like this. Or I think he had them a little more sp- spread out, like on his body. Was that the double bass? Yeah, probably. Yeah, you got it. Right <laughs> it was a little late on the, the third hit, but it's all right. Uh, we can fix it in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> How many times have we all heard that? I'll just, we'll fix it in the mix. No, we're not. <laughs> we're doing a whole episode about recording and mixing. We can fix it in the mix. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, That's uh, the ultimate. What that dude did is the ultimate fix it in the mix. Yeah, that's like, what we're trying to not do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a big fan of live drums. Good. It's hard to record them, though. It is. It's one of the hardest. But like a guitar. You get a great engineer, bro. Like Jed. Oh, yeah. From Jed last week, that it. boy. That dude, man. Boom. He's a beast. I was just talking this past week about. That's for you, Jed. <laughs> I was talking this past week about how crazy it is to me that he's like been in it for 40 years. Yeah. Yeah. He's his mindset on it is very modern. Mm-hmm. Subjectively modern for yeah, like you got to stay. If you're going to stay in the game, you got to stay ahead of the game. Like you remember he said, uh, sample replace the snare. And he's like, yeah, do whatever sounds good. I'm, <laughs> right. like, I'm like, this dude is talking about sample replace the snare. Most of the guys, his age and older that have been in it. They're That's like, right. you young yeah. bugs, you don't have the live drums. And That's Cause he'll add a little bit if, if necessary on his, on his mixes. Yeah, because they wanted to sound good. Exactly. You don't want some little weak record. Right. You want that much. And music. and you the, the sound, you've got to keep it's it's so competitive. That's right. Yeah. So you got to young keep bucks up. are coming up and that's right. Going viral and you gotta Exactly keep up with what's going on. That's right. That's very true. Well, I have a story. What you got, Rome? So this is all related to what we've been talking about. Yeah. <clears throat> but I had a friend that uh, wanted me to record their band mm-hmm. and do like a, a single. And they had uh, a practice room and it was basically concrete walls. Yeah. And to oh me, it's God. like, I'm close mic in the drums, whatever, it'll be fine. So I went there and I took all my gear and I took the mics and the mics that I had in the studio that I was used to recording drums sounded good in that room that I had. Yeah. And I took them over to their practice place, mic'd it all up how I normally would. Make sure they were tuned moderately good. Make sure the cymbals were good. I think I brought some of my own gear. And then I went to make sure it was recording right on some headphones yeah. in the same room. And I was like, cool. Yeah, and they tracked. Cool, the tracking's over. I take it back to the studio. Cue those things up. And it was so hard to get them to sound good. <laughs> I bet. <laughs> it was the most difficult thing to get these drums to sound right. It was like... If, I you're, in a, if you're in a concrete room, like, I don't know. <clears throat> And I didn't. I learned a valuable lesson. The room is going to matter a lot, big time a when, lot. You, when you're tracking drums. Mm-hmm. That's why um, I like to do twenty foot ceilings. This is ideal scenario for you. Yeah, forty <laughs> at least forty feet long hardwood floor. Right. Baffling in the ceiling. Couple gobos here and there spread right. out. Right. Yeah, that was. Well, this that room was probably smaller than this. Right. Message. It's probably smaller than this, and it was like just concrete walls. Right. And that thing was just, man. There was like 
I wow. probably if I had the plugins that that dude on the TikTok video is talking about, I could have did a so little something. Like mega washy, even like how close were the mics? Did you have a, a close miking technique? Yeah, they're all close mic'd. Yeah, but the, still, I think that washy. it's just something about probably like if it's close to the wall and the snare mic's here, yeah. you're getting like a weird reflection coming back in the did mic. That, probably did that be like trying to do a drum track in a garage? Yeah, well, the garage well, actually have a little more room. Well, I mean the uh, a, a car, uh, you know, car garage. Yeah. Oh, not yeah. If you're doing a real big garage, that's right. cement, that might sound cool. <laughs> right. Well, put them though far It'd away. Be washy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, then that's where you put the samples in. <laughs> I didn't Did have. Did you know samples to do in. that at the time? No, I knew about it. I didn't have the plug-in. Which uh, this is this is a credit to my character and integrity. I could have cracked the plug and I knew how to do it. No, you can, you can still like if you do it well in Pro Tools, tap to, to transient. You I, can. I've did that on a previous record, and I said I'm never doing this crap again. <laughs> it's tedious. <laughs> <laughs> I did it the same way. I it's did a so, ten track album. It's so boom, tedious. Boom, 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 and then listen back. Crap, four of them were off for some stupid reason. <laughs> and also, what do you do if you have like a complicated fill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do a little triplet on the kick. It's like chop the end off. <laughs> right. But yeah, needless to say, that single didn't get released publicly. <laughs> I released it to my Dropbox. <laughs> Sorry, bro. Yeah. I, mean, I learned it was a lot of work, but nothing. <laughs> yeah. It was actually, it was a lot of learning for me. Oh, yeah, there you go. I never recorded in a practice room like I had cement walls ever again. Right. Since then. You learn not, what not to do. Hey, and the, yeah, exactly. And I got trigger now. There you go. So I'll make them sound good. I, I could record in a practice room and still be all right. Yeah, I'll just play it right now. <laughs> yeah, I'll play your fingers and I'll, I'll put the track on there. <laughs> yeah, your mouth will probably sound better than those weird frequencies coming back in all the mics. Yeah, yeah thank hilarious. you all for tuning in. Yes. Thanks, just, y'all. Just as a reminder, go to forwardproducer.com slash ISP. Mm-hmm. If you're watching on YouTube, the link is right there on the screen. Get your free industry standard productions course. Level That's up right. your game in production. Boom, boom. Take it to the next level. Now, when you do this one, you got to go. Okay. There you yeah, go. I'm make it ex- <laughs> extravagantly hit. There you go. Make sure you like, comment, rate, subscribe, wherever you're tuning in. Comment, comment, comment. It'll help us out a lot if you do that sort of stuff. Yes. Engage with us. It'll help us out a lot. Thank you all for tuning in. All right. We will see you all next time. Peace. Peace out.